I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. We have players that are getting treated fairly now. Fairly as men, as individuals, um, you may not like it. You may not like the transfer portal, but, you know, my son's worked at the Publix. If he wanted to work at Food City, he should be able to go work at Food City. So he's 18 years old, and that's the way things work in a capitalist free market society. Sorry. Um, so, but this is the first time we've gone down this path where guys can leave so easily. So Nick Saban leaving, um, leaving Alabama was, was in, in and of itself a huge explosion. It's nuclear with the transfer portal. And if you don't believe me, uh, you can you can check out some of these names because it's it's pretty phenomenal. And uh, Caleb, if you can remind everybody, it opens for 30 days after Nick Saban's retirement, which is different. So guys can enter the portal and they can be picked up by anybody, right? Yes, it opens for 30 days after the transfer, after a coach retires. And players can go anywhere and any course, any schools can sign them. And Alabama has taken a hit. We just talked about a Tennessee transfer or an Alabama transfer tight end who went to Tennessee just a few names. Uh, Jake Pope, Christian Story, Earl Little. Well, now, let's, let's, let's do this real quick because I want to talk about where they're going because these aren't guys that can't play. Pope's going to Georgia. Story's going to Kentucky. Earl Little, Florida State. Seth McLaughlin is going to Ohio State. Eli Holston is going to Pittsburgh. Defensive lineman Monkel Goodwin is going to South Carolina. And offensive lineman Terrence Ferguson is going to Florida State. So other than Goodwin to South Carolina, and that might be a reach because they need something. We talked about South Carolina struggles. And Holstein to Pittsburgh, the, those are all players that are going to, well, story at Kentucky. But they're players that are going to solid or championship-level programs. That, to me, is what stands out among this list as much as anything else, Caleb. 
Yes, and we have to be fair. McLaughlin is the center that we, you and I probably and everybody who watched the Rose Bowl thinks is the reason Alabama didn't win a national title this year. So I will be. He, he's he's the Cade Foster of this year. Sorry, threw a shot at Cade Foster, the kicker that cost Alabama against Auburn ten years ago. But okay. McLaughlin can still play. And here's the big ones. There's two uncommitted ones. Jalen Milrose in the portal. He's entered. And Isaiah Bond, who was a there. That's the whole reason Jalen Miller was competent this year was Isaiah Bond stepping up. So, I mean, they're they're low on weapons, and they already had some offensive issues. Look, guys, I told you this. We, David, I told you this last year. I didn't. I I did not think Nick Saban was retiring because Nick Saban was on a tear on the recruiting trail last year, and he was on a tear again this year. But he was frustrated with the lack of offensive talent and offensive weapons. I can just tell you that right now. He was very frustrated and he felt that he had to do a little more than he could to take over that side of the ball. And now the ones that are the guys that were kind of keeping that offense afloat are gone. I mean, and so there's, there's an issue there on that side of the ball. It, it's just partially because I think Saban, I think what we're going to underrate here, and I'm going to say this, Saban relied on Bill O'Brien to evaluate some of the offensive talent when he was offensive coordinator. And Bill O'Brien, if there's anything he cannot do, it's evaluate talent. So O'Brien missed on a lot of guys. True. B big picture, though, is this okay for college football? I mean, it doesn't happen that often. We're talking about a once-in-a-generation coach. But a coach steps away, and this portal opens for 30 days, and you're absolutely able to just slay and uh other teams are just able to raid your roster and then you're nothing is every rebuild going to be like the jeremy pruitt rebuild now pruitt was because he was paying people and there were ncaa issues but are you going to be looking at a rebuild like this every single time a great coach leaves i mean i, I don't follow washington enough to know about devore but my guess is they're about to go through the same thing Aren't they? I mean, they already have. There's a bunch of Washington players in the portal, and you can bet some of them will end up at Alabama. And Charles um, says it. Yeah, Charles says it. It doesn't feel right, Dave. And I don't have the perfect answer because, like I said earlier, this is a free market society. They should be able to go and go and go. But I don't know. What if you change the rule to you at least had to stay through the semester? Like you could make those guys stay through the semester. Well, that's why the NCAA transfer portal calendar is what it is. Because, guys, I did a rant in December, and I'm not going to lie to you. Wasn't good for my mental health to try to cover everything that was happening in December. There were two, The calendar is so out of whack for college football. There's too many things happening at one time. And another reason Nick Saban may have retired, by the way, because you're having to recruit and go in the transfer portal while coaching playoff games. But the transfer portal opens in December because the semester ends, and then it opens in May again because the semester ends. The exception is when a coach steps down. I think, Dave, you have to let this happen. because, And the reason you have to let this happen is it's it's good for the coach as well as it is for the players. If you're not going to be in the program, don't you think the coach wants to get his own guys in so he can get ready for spring practice? I mean, this is kind of – there's not a way around it really. My The, the way around it is this, and sorry – Sorry, I'm going to say it. Nick Saban shouldn't have retired when he did. This is not a good... Y people say there's never a good time. Yeah, but there are worse times than others, and this is a bad time to retire. Yeah, I mean, I'm not... I, I thought we might end up in that direction. I'm going to... I think he deserves it. After putting in 17 years 
and winning what six championships at Alabama. Um, I think he deserves to say, Hey, I'm gonna quit at halftime of the South Carolina game if he feels like it. I'm just not holding that. Somebody gives me those 16 years, he can walk out at halftime of the Iron Bowl and moon everybody, give him the bird and say, I'm out, and I'm fine with it. I'd be like, Okay, thanks for your service. That's I mean, if I'm, a, if I'm an Alabama administrator, if Josh Hype were right now won six championships, but you knew at the end of it, he was going to come out of the South Carolina game, and moon everybody, and say, I'm out, I'm sick of you guys. Well, you take it. That's effectively how Steve Spurrier resigned from South Carolina. It is. It is. Exactly. <laughs> Steve Spurrier in the middle of the season is like, I don't like this two and five record. I've done more here than anybody else has. Middle finger is everybody. I'm out. Like, and he's still beloved. <laughs> yeah. He's still beloved in South Carolina. That's a good point. That's, I just think, I think the classy way is to give heads up that this is your last year. That's just me. Uh, I, I, I do. And maybe find a, a you know, but I, I, you're right. I can't blame him. You never know what happens. I mean, look, God forbid there's, there's forget retiring. I mean, there's, there's tragedies and everything like that. That some, sometimes forces coaches to step down. Heck, there, for those who don't know history, there've been plane crashes that force people to change coaches in the past. And yes. so. Daniel um, said, I think it's important to get players in before this semester. Spring ads are typically desperation transfers. I know. I know you're right, Dylan, but I can't think I can't think of a better way to handle this. I mean, they didn't even give DeBoer a shot. I mean, he had, he hasn't even had time to meet with all of these guys. But Maybe the, they, they jump in and all come back. But my theory is they don't believe now that they have Saban to be the guy who's going to get them to the NFL. So they want to get paid right now. So how much you addressed it earlier, there's not a lot of NIL money because there hasn't had to be in Tuscaloosa. So do these guys, can these guys get paid within 30 days? It's already been seven, six, so 24 days. You got to get these guys paid in 24 days or they're gone. That's a lot to make happen. Well, and then there's the other layer to this. I mean, it's partially the saving discount in NIL, but the other part is, look, again, Shameless plug of the video I did yesterday, guys, Saban is the best defensive backs coach in the history of college football anywhere ever. And he developed you for the NFL. He has a legion of protégés who coach defensive backs and coach defense now the way he does. One of them is right next door in Georgia, Kirby Smart. Another one, Dave, surprisingly, you know Mark Stoops coaches defense the way Nick Saban coaches defense. Yes. He actually employs a lot of the same concepts. That's why you saw a safety for Alabama go to Kentucky. Part of this is they're worried that they won't be able to be coached the same way in the same system. So they're going to schools that can still, at the very least, develop them the way that they wanted to get developed under Saban. Because Saban now has a legion of assistants all over the country that can do this. And I think that's why you're going to see Georgia and, yes, Kentucky do a lot of rating of some of the talent. And Ole Miss. Ole Miss is another one. You're going to see Ole Miss rate some, too, because I think Ole Miss has a lot of defensive staff members who coach the Saban way. They're, they're all over the country now. and And I think that... Look, I get your concern, but it, DeBoer, pretend that pretend Alabama did hire Josh Heupel, day for a second. Can you blame a defensive player for wanting to hit the portal if Alabama hires Josh Heupel? No. And okay. and Josh Heupel may not even want those type of players. I mean, DeBoer, yes, he's losing and getting hurt now, but he can also go and add transfers. And there might be a bunch of elite transfers that aren't desperate in late May. They're like, oh, I get a chance to go play for Alabama and go play 
Alabama's a little more offensive-oriented now, maybe a quarterback goes to Alabama in May. Who knows? Possibly. Um, I, 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 when I look at this in, entire situation um, with the Alabama hire, and I do think they ended up getting who they wanted on their list of top three, which to me is commendable. That's that's tough to do. Um, but while, while that's that that's commendable, they didn't get anybody really exciting. And I'm curious what you think Alabama football is going to be this year and into the future. So give me this year and in 10 years, what ends up happening? Prediction time. I think well, I'll go ahead and tell you, I think they're third in the West this year. And I do not think they win a championship under DeBoer. And I think this ends fantastically bad. Just based off pure odds over the years. How many people replace a legend and have success? I I don't believe... See, I'm not one who does that. I'm not one who believes that just because it's never... Like, I don't believe in the whole how many people replace a legend and have success. Like, I've never been one to do that. Because it's... it. Because here's the thing, guys. Here's why that's an unfair stat the ratio of failure to following legends. You realize that most coaching hires are failures at big time programs. Most coaches yeah. don't work out. So that that's just a fact. So the, I, they, it just, it's magnified more when they follow legends, but there are coaches that have followed legends that worked out. Jimbo Fisher followed Bobby Bowden and won a national title. And so I think that I don't, I think that part is overrated. I think Alabama is going to fall off because I don't think, I think DeBoer has a lot of basic in-game mistakes. Again, he has the Mario Cristobal streak about him. And that's not a thing you want to say. If you, But if you watch him, he does. And the other part is, again, I'm breaking with Dave. I don't think Alabama is going to have the same NIL collective. So I think they're going to fail fantastically. But not because somebody's following Saban. Because they don't have the NIL collective. And they don't have Nick Saban. The combination of the two is going to be why they fail spectacularly. Because they don't have... They can't get the save and discount on players. And I, I'm telling you, and I know this much about Alabama boosters. I'll say this much. Alabama boosters ain't that bright. And they never have done. Okay. Oh and so. Smart as any other boosters. Come Alabama on, boosters. I, I, I'm sorry. They ain't the brightest bulbs in the box. And they genuinely think. I, I'm. You're right. Tennessee boosters ain't that bright either. Jimmy Haslam. Um, so uh, one of the things that boosters do is they think they can keep winning the way they've always won. So Alabama boosters delusionally think, Dave, they don't think it's a Saban discount. They think it's an Alabama discount. So they think players will take it. They're stupid enough to believe players will take an Alabama discount. I'm, I'm telling you that right now. Well, they're going to have to adjust that mindset really quick. I think you're right. I think that goes into it. Uh, hey, you should come to Alabama because it's Alabama. They will just absolutely fall into despair if they do that. For Isn't that what happened to Tennessee? Day. The boosters genuinely thought, we're Tennessee. Players just want to come here because uh, we're Tennessee. And how'd that happen? How'd that work out for you, Tennessee? Decade well, of dysfunction. I, I, think, I, I, I think they naturally wanted to come to Tennessee, and I think it boosted some of those um recruiting numbers and why Tennessee fans got so excited um from from year to year when in reality Derek Dooley getting a top 25 class is like ninth in the SEC there's nothing special about that 
Yeah, um, and also recruiting services during that time. That was when 247 Sports was really launching, and they were a algorithm-based company. And being algorithm-based means, means they're going to feed their largest fan bases. And their largest fan base was Tennessee, so they were going to skew recruiting services in favor of Tennessee, guys. That's just kind of what happened, isn't it? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, think in your head of your top six SEC programs based off tradition and what they've done recently. Okay. And then I'm going to, we're going to go one by one and I'm going to ask you if they win a championship before Alabama does. Okay. Hit that like and subscribe button. If you haven't done that, turn your notifications on. Caleb's piece on Saban was great. And we'll have Cooper Mays and Jacob Warren coming up again. Hit that like and subscribe button. Turn the notifications on. All right, so let's take a look at the top six schools um, in the SEC. And I will tell you with a, hey now, they will win a championship before Alabama. If not, that's crazy. If not even close, you suck. All right, so give me your top program. Has to be Georgia, right? Yeah, it's 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 Georgia after you say it um, like you're hesitating. How could you well, hesitate? Histor- well, okay, historically it's Tennessee if you look at numbers, but I kind of weight things a little more heavily towards recency. I mean, I think if I think a national championship in 2021 means more than one in 1951. Sorry, okay. I it does. But so yeah, that's fine. Is number two. Uh, our hundred year old listeners are completely fine with you saying that. All right, that's a hey now. They'll win a championship before Alabama does. Uh absolutely under, under Kalen. All right, uh, who else? We're going to get to Tennessee, by the way. LSU. That's an easy hey now. Everybody thinks you love LSU for some reason. Hey now. But I agree with you. I think LSU is more likely to win a championship than Alabama. All right. Unless Miles won a national championship at LSU. That's all you have to say. Uh, Yeah. The the harder you uh, defend yourself, I think it it makes you look like you love LSU even more. Maybe Um, it looks like I hate less Miles than Odorotron, which I don't. I just think they're funny. I kind of miss him in the SEC. Okay, I'm going to go a step further. 
What about Elias agrees? He bet on LSU and Georgia. Fred says Mississippi State. No. Okay. What about Texas? For me, that's a hey now. And I'm not a Sarkeesian guy, but I think he's a good enough offensive coach and there's good enough talent to win there. Okay, here's a crazy thing I'm gonna say. You're crazy. Yes, but I don't think it'll be with Steve Sarkeesian. Okay. No, I would I would go with that before I would go with uh DeBoer winning a championship uh uh first. What other programs do you have? All right. So uh let's let's go uh Texas AM. What do you think? What do you think? Texas AM. I got yes, they're gonna win one before Alabama. Don't go on history day. Do not be a slave to history. Do not be I'm a not, sucker for history. I'm not, but you know what I'm gonna go on somewhat historic. That's crazy. And I'm just giving it a slightly crazy because I think now that Texas is in the SEC, they'll start to get the elite players out of there. So I think they'll have trouble winning their own state, uh, much less uh, winning a national championship. All right, who That's else? That's not Watch true. You. They have a way more ambitious collective than Texas. But okay, you know, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll let you believe that. Um, I, I understand they have a more ambitious uh, collective, but what's it got them so far? It's got them a torn locker room. All right, here's uh, here's. Uh, I want to get to the other ones. Uh, Tennessee Cider Company, the original hard cider, the Smoky Mountains. Use the promo code HAT. That's HAT to receive some free swag with your cider order. Available most anywhere in the U.S. TNCiderCompany.com. TNCiderCompany.com. What other schools he got? See, there's more than a top six because the SEC goes 16 deep now. Now, here's a tough one. It's going to be a tough one for you and a tough one for me. Oklahoma. That's crazy. Yeah, see, I don't think that Oklahoma wins a national title. Um, despite what Venables did this past year, I'm not on board. So I think they would have to – I don't think he's a national championship winning coach. But I said that about Ed Orgeron, and I was wrong. So th there you go. But that that is – I thought that might be your toughest one. That's my toughest one too. Uh, who else? Okay, so I'm with you with Oklahoma. They will largely because also, how does Oklahoma win, Dave? They raid Texas. Texas and AM both have higher NIL collectives in Oklahoma right now. So beyond Brent Venables, they're in big trouble because they have to have NIL to outpace Texas and Texas AM. Another one. All right. Especially to pay the skill position players who they need because he's known as a defensive coach. And I know they have this highfalutin, uh, fast paced offense that's somewhat similar to Josh Heupel's, but. Um, they're going to have to pay their skill position players to show up. Those those guys, they have a little bit of an ego, both in the NFL and in college. All right, who else? All right, I'm gonna, I'll, I got to name a couple others because I'll move out the I'll move out where I'm going to move in a second with a big debate. But Dave, just just bear with me here. You can give me your initial reaction, but I, I study NIL collectives. Arkansas is a candidate. Oh, you suck. Yeah, Come on, Arkansas is not going to win a championship. Wait, 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 wait! Hear me out. Hear me out. Arkansas has the ninth largest NIL collective. I'm it's aware. growing. It's growing. I know. I know. Arkansas I know. has low key been throwing some money. They move on from Sam Pittman. Look, Oklahoma used to be able to raid Texas to get talent. Dave, you don't think with the proper NIL collective, Arkansas couldn't raid Texas for some talent? And listen, if 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 they could pick up Arkansas's campus. And move it somewhere in like South Florida, then yes, their NIL collective is strong. 
they would win multiple championships. But the simple fact is you're still in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and that place is a dump. So you're so, saying the town sucks? Well, the town's bad, too, but I think... No, I said the town, the town, the town. Oh, yeah, the town. Yeah, the area. Baton Rouge is a dump. Have you been to Baton Rouge? That place is horrible. That place is terrible, okay? I I like Baton Rouge. Now, but the the thing with Fayetteville, I mean, you got to get guys to come there. The airport is like an hour and a half away. I just think that's a tough job. So they need to spend more money on the airport. Get an airport, Fayetteville. You can win some national titles. They just need to pick up the campus and move it to Marco Island in South Florida. That'll that'll take care of it. Uh, Who else? We got got three more schools. We got three more schools. Okay. Now tell me, is it crazy to say Ole Miss because of Lane Kiffin and the talent right now? Hey now. Nope. You think they'll not at all. I'm going to say that they won't win a national title, though. They'll compete, but I don't think they're going to get it. I don't think they can get over the hump, honestly. My stance on this is if I had a better week's pay on one team of those two, it would be Ole Miss. How about you? To win a national title first, it would still be Alabama because I think if Alabama wins one in 25 years, it'll be before Ole Miss wins one. Okay. Okay, that's fair. But if you had to pick the next 10 years. Next 10 years? Yeah. All right, so two more. Auburn. You suck, you jackass. You think Hugh Freeze will get in trouble before they win, before he actually can get them to a title? Do you think Uh, he'll do something that gets him in trouble? Yeah, and I can't help too, but wonder, you know, his his offense was the cat's meow for the longest time. The same could be said for Gus Miles on, but those things tend to go in waves. And I think Tennessee's riding a wave up right now with Josh Heupel because he's ahead of the game offensively. But I don't think that Hugh Freeze and Gus Malzahn, two of the offensive guys that were considered some of the best 20 years ago, are still the best um, offensive coordinators in the nation. So I don't I don't think he's able to relight it from the get-go. His, I, think Auburn, I think Auburn, because Alabama will fall, I think they'll squeeze a national title out somewhere. I just don't know if it'll be under Hugh Freeze. But I agree with you, because here's the problem with Hugh Freeze and Gus Malzahn. You know what they have in common, Dave? They came out of high school. High school coaches can run an offense that no one's figured out and then be really good for about five years. And then people figure it out. But there's a difference between that and being a college offensive line like Spurrier was, or like we think Josh Heupel is, where you can kind of adapt. You have to be able to adapt to changing schemes. High school right. coaches don't do that as well. They just don't. And uh, it's, it's why one mean. day the the NFL will come calling for Josh Heupel because of his malleability, ability to exactly. adjust. Do you like that word? All right, so here's the last one. Now, again, don't just think about the current head coach. Florida. Mm. Hey now. That's crazy. Oh, man. It's the toughest one of them all. That's harder than Oklahoma. I don't think it's hard. I think they'll easily win one because I'm going to give you Billy Napier is going to get fired. We know that. Let's just go ahead and say Billy Napier's done because it's obvious he's done. I'm going to tell you this, guys, right now. Florida is about to become on the level of Georgia, Ohio State, and LSU when I talk about Tier 1 jobs. Because here's what's going to happen. Look at um, Steven throwing high heat. Go ahead, finish your point. But I want to get to Oh, this. Florida, if they get late. Okay. So, Dave, we're talking about this Florida State lawsuit with the ACC. Whatever goes down with that, Florida State and Miami are going to be a clear-cut second tier to Florida in the SEC for the next – Florida in recruiting Florida talent for the next 10 years, aren't they? 
Like for right now, at least for the next, for the foreseeable future, with state of Florida talent, you only go to Florida State, Miami if Florida doesn't want you. Is that fair? Uh, no. It depends how they're doing. They're stuck in the ACC, and that's a dying conference, and they can't get out. So until that is fixed, Florida is on the level of L. It's a better job than LSU. It's a better job than LSU if, until it's I, fixed. I think you. I think sometimes maybe you dismiss relationships a little bit. Like my buddy's going to Florida State, or my coach is good friends with the recruiter there. I, those are still there for all schools. So I don't think it's a simple black and white. Maybe for you and me, we've had job decisions, I'm sure, in the past. We're like, we really got to take this or don't have to take this. But I think the relationships. Okay, so I think this is what this is what Steven can I switch to what Steven yeah. says. He says Florida if they get Lane next year. Hey, now. Florida hires Lane yes. Kiffin. They're going to have a dynasty. Florida with Lane Kiffin wins a championship before this current Alabama setup. That if Florida hires great, Lane great. next year and Tennessee doesn't win it this year, Florida's winning one before Tennessee. I think Florida, again, Florida is underrated low-key. I think right now, you've covered it. You watched him in the 80s. I think if Florida goes to Little Havana and Miami, if it's Florida and the U, I think Florida gets the players before the U does right now in Little Havana, Dave. That's yep. my hot take, um, which was not the case 25 years ago. Well, here's the pro- Here's one problem with Florida. It's not just going to take probably a coaching move. It might take a complete up, just an upheaval at the athletic department. I don't know that Scott Strickland is on uh, great footing there at Florida. Uh, he continues to back Billy Napier, and it feels like if if that's if Napier isn't successful, then he's not successful right now. He was asked about it. He said, "Oh, I think he's going to be successful." He just gave him the time and support. If I'm Scott Strickland. All I'm focusing on is making sure that a guy like Jaden Rashada doesn't show up to campus and doesn't have his NIL money that was promised to him. I'm getting that fixed because I know I have to compete with Miami, and that's my goal. And then I'm getting myself in line to hire Lane Kiffin, who I know firsthand uh, just absolutely wants that job. So there's no question about that. Um, But, yeah, I don't – Florida, let's, I mean, let's be fair. They have hired great coaches at times. I mean, you, you have to say Urban Meyer was a great hire um, at the time. And we can we can point to the issues he's had. My question is. They is also Florida, had the best athletic director in SEC history at that time. Holy, yeah, I thought he was really good. Um, so my, my, my question is, is Florida the Florida of the 80s that was called the Sleeping Giant that has struggled at times in the, the 2000s, or are they the Spurrier-Meyer group? Here's the th- They're Spurrier-Meyer because unlike the 80s and the 90s, Miami and Florida State were in conferences or leagues that may not have been the SEC, Dave, but they were like, okay, in the 90s when Bobby Bell was at Florida State. Yes, the SEC was better than the ACC, but it wasn't to a level where recruits were like, I. they still didn't mind playing in the in the ACC. I think now there's a level of recruits are like, I don't want to play in the ACC. I don't want to be stuck on those like noon ACC network games. Yeah, that's a huge deal. And guess where Florida State and Miami are stuck in? The ACC. I think Florida, see, they in 1990, when Spurrier takes over at Florida, was it safe to say Florida, Florida State, Miami were all on equal footing with recruiting Florida talent? They were all on equal power and prestige, right? Yep. 
I think Miami, I think Tulane is as close to LSU as Miami and Florida State are to Florida for Florida talent right now. I would have to have to beg to disagree with you on there, but uh they're in the ACC. That's a group of five conference. That's an effective group of five conference at this point. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.